this episode is brought to you by my free What's Working Guide. If you want to download some tips on what is working right now in 2022 from both myself and other real-life indoor playground owners who are currently working to launch or grow their business, head to michellecaruana.com slash what's working or simply click the link in the show notes or episode description. You'll get the free tips delivered right to your inbox. Download my What's Working Guide right now. If you own or manage an indoor play center or really any business that serves local kids and families, and you want to operate with more ease and joy, all while making the living you dreamed of, I created the Profitable Play Podcast just for you. Join me, your host, Michelle Caruana, for small but mighty tips every weekday that will all add up to a big impact on your mindset, your business, and your bottom line. Stick with me to keep the passion and grow the profit in your play-based business. All the way back in 2019 in my Playmaker Society group coaching program, which is an optional way for Play Cafe Academy members or current play-based business owners to really up-level their game and accelerate their success with my program, we had a 10-year Starbucks veteran manager turned Play Cafe owner answer member questions. And wow, I just rewatched our interview and I honestly forgot about just how value-packed it was. She provided so much amazing insight to members. So if you're listening right now and you are a Playmaker Society member, go back and listen to Katie's training from 2019. You will not regret it. And while the full one-hour training plus my training on my lessons in operating a profitable cafe is only available for Playmaker Society members, I did want to share a few of her insights here with you on this podcast since we've been talking so much about cafes the last few days and how crucial they can be to the success of a play-based business just like yours. Now, the biggest lesson I always seem to take away from every monthly guest expert we have is that it is essential to learn from industry experts who have gone before you. So, I'm going to do a quick little shameless self-promotion here because, hey, it's my podcast after all. So the investment that Play Cafe Academy and Playmaker Society members have made will not only give them the confidence to move forward chasing their dream with absolute clarity and confidence, but they will also be years and years ahead of their competition in terms of industry-specific knowledge and preparedness, which trust me, this industry is unlike any other. And I can't even put a price on this. I know from experience, so just trust me on this one. I really pride myself on being a complete and honest open book for my students and giving them full transparency and insight not into just my wins, but even more importantly, my big mistakes, of which I have many. (laughs) Plus, the other brilliant members, many of whom are celebrating their first and second anniversaries of their cafe openings by now, give so freely and openly as well. And the true collaboration and tight-knit support we have inside the group just lights me up. A lot of people will email me or DM me and ask why I don't have a free group for owners or prospective owners. And well, (laughs) honestly, anyone who has been part of both the free groups and my paid group knows the difference in information and community and trust and honestly in safety because It's so easy to, you know, share information with the wrong person. It's just night and day. 
I really focus and pour so much time and energy and resources into providing a group where really only the most motivated and committed and passionate owners find themselves. And I would not change a darn thing about it. So stop asking. I will never have a free group. I have no issue whatsoever putting out free content on a YouTube channel or on this podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do, but I always have a rule of thumb in my business that my information and knowledge, sure, I'm happy to make these tips free, but access to me and my specific insight and, you know, literally me specifically, my energy directly, that is not going to be free. So I'm not going to have a free group. So just don't ask. And don't forget, Playmaker Society is not just the group. My Playmaker Society program has now over three years worth of advanced trainings and tutorials, guest expert trainings from people like Katie, Starbucks veterans, and lawyers, photographers, accountants, so many industry experts that would otherwise cost you thousands of dollars to get insight from, as well as thousands of posts and hours and hours of recorded calls and so much more. So Go to my website because joining us has never been this much of a no-brainer with all of this backlogged information. Honestly, you can't afford not to at this point, especially with how difficult running this type of business is after the pandemic. All right, so shameless self-promotion over. Thank you to all of those who listened. I hope you join us. But without further ado, here are three of Katie's best tips from her guest expert training inside our group. And P.S., Not only was Katie a veteran previous Starbucks manager at the time of this interview, but she was also in the process of opening her own indoor playground. So she's extra qualified to speak on this topic and again, had so many great nuggets to share. All right, tip number one, go with the flow. So when determining how you will set up your cafe counter, make sure you're setting up your fixtures and equipment to parallel the natural movements the barista will need to make. So for example, most people tend to work left to right, so having supplies in order of their usual use will help boost time and efficiency. In our own cafe, the drink making process starts with the milk and the steaming pitchers and ends with adding flavor. So that's exactly how our equipment and supplies are organized. And I do have a complete YouTube video of our entire cafe counter on YouTube, which I will link in the show notes. So Katie had some great tips about maximizing a small space and choosing the right equipment for your needs, but she especially emphasized this efficiency aspect. So for example, do not attempt to save money with a non-commercial grade espresso machine. Not only is it not allowed by many health codes, but it will cost you dearly in terms of the time it will take you to make each drink and the maximum number of drinks that you can make each day. Some of the most expensive home-use espresso machines, I mean, even the ones costing well over $1,000, can only make a drink every 20 or so minutes and max out at around 10 drinks per day because of the machine's capabilities, heat-up times, and milk steaming times. So just don't do it. Always go commercial. And also, if you're thinking of an automatic machine to save time, you might want to skip this investment as well. Not only are these machines much more expensive than their semi-automatic counterparts, but they can significantly degrade the taste and therefore the customer experience of enjoying a specialty beverage. Now, this will definitely differ in terms of the area you're in and how 
advanced your customer's palate is, but this was just her tip. So remember, these tips are from Katie's perspectives. All right, tip number two, it's all about knowing your customers. Speaking of that customer experience I mentioned, Katie spoke a lot about understanding your location and your general demographic, and we were surprised (laughs) during the interview to learn that Katie's demographic and mine at my Play Cafe were really quite different. So for example, Katie's Arizona customers seem to have a much more refined palette in terms of espresso quality, while mine tended to be a lot less picky. Katie has similarly noticed that many of her customers prefer plain espresso drinks without any flavor or bells and whistles, while we rarely got a latte or a drink order without any flavor. Katie also mentioned that oat milk is one of her most used milk alternatives, especially for pregnant or breastfeeding mothers, while we had never at the time had a customer request oat milk as a dairy alternative. Now, of course, in 2022, oat milk is like all the rage. This was back in 2019, but the takeaway here is that demographics preferences, not just in terms of coffee, but also in terms of milk alternatives are going to differ. Katie recommends visiting other local coffee shops or cafes in your area and asking them about their customers' preferences. And they should be you know, willing to give you a little bit of this insight, especially if you're not going to compete directly against them. If you explain your business model and say, hey, we are first a play pay- place, um, second a cafe, they'll, they'll probably be a little bit more willing to collaborate. But if you don't feel comfortable doing this, just check out their menu and see what they offer. Or just go in as a customer and ask about their alternatives or what their most popular drinks are or what the barista recommends. And chances are they've tweaked their menu over the years to meet their customers' preferences. And you can learn a lot from just doing this really base-level analysis. You can also try surveying your customers via email or social media to gain some insight into what sorts of drinks, so espresso-based, coffee-based, frozen, iced, fruit-based, etc., you can get some insight into what sort of drinks your customers might expect from your facility. And here's the great news, and this is something I talk about all the time on this podcast. You, as the owner, have the power to make changes anytime you want. Even if you buy a piece of equipment, like a commercial blender, for example, and it turns out you do not need it, that's okay. You can easily sell it and adjust your menu to meet the needs of your target audience. Nothing is permanent. And if you want to go the opposite route and start small and scale up from there, that is okay too. Just know that it's okay to change and to change your mind. All right, tip number three, the final tip from this interview. Create a culture that will keep clients coming back again and again. One thing Katie planned to incorporate into her indoor playgrounds cafe that she retained from her Starbucks days is all about creating an incredible culture. So not only does Katie plan to train her employees such that a customer's order will be consistent every single time, regardless of the team member who prepares it, she plans on surprising and delighting them by adding fun special drinks and seasonal flavors to her menu often. And it's not just about creating a great relationship with your customers. When your staff is feeling empowered and important, they'll have more fun and give your customers a better experience that will keep them coming back again and again. And you're going to be a lot more likely to retain your team members if they're feeling really valued as well. What's great about a small business, unlike a large chain, is the flexibility. 
There are no corporate guidelines to adhere to, and therefore you can mix it up more often and have fun experimenting. Like I said, you're the boss, so it's okay to just randomly add a drink to the menu or ask your team what they suggest. So for example, try allowing your team members to create their favorite drink and let them rotate offering that drink as the special quote unquote drink of the day. Not only will your customers feel really connected with your team members, but your team will feel, like I said, like a valuable part of your business. All right, so your play of the day today is to head over to my website and learn more about my indoor playground courses and Playmaker Society specifically so you can unlock this full training and many, many more. So if you are a Playmaker Society member, your play of the day today is to go back and watch Katie's training from 2019 because even if you watched it before, it's always good to have a refresher. So if you're not enrolled yet, go ahead to michellecarawana.com. It's also linked in the show notes. Check out Playmaker Society. And if you are a member, go back and watch this training. All right. I will see you guys right back here with another tip tomorrow. 